Hello everybody and welcome to the Sport of Love podcast. Today I'm delighted to have a man that I've been talking to get on the podcast now for a while. Um, it's none other, than, none other than nutritionist and personal trainer Gary O'Daly. Welcome on, Gary. Thanks very much, Mary, for having me on. Ple- pleasure to come on. No bother. Um, so I suppose we'll start and start. Like, would you kind of like to introduce yourself and kind of what you do? Yeah, hundred percent. So as you said, there, Gary O'Daly, and I might be more well known online, uh, Gaz Gaelic Guide. So I'm an online personal trainer. I'm also an in-person personal trainer, and I train here out of um. Salt Hill, MGF uh, Fitness and Galway here, beside Pierce Stadium. Anyone who's interested in classes or circuits or spin or one-to-one training, you know, that, that's where I'm located. Uh, I also do a lot of work online. And obviously the name there, Gaz Gaelic Guide. Uh, I, I work a lot with uh, with GEA players, <clears throat> both female and male players. And I suppose, I suppose to start off, it was um, the, the reason I started the page. Uh, obviously, I have a massive interest in, in GEA. I've been playing my whole life. And I think I went to my first under so GEA has been I, I can't remember a time without without GEA or, or without playing or training and um, you know growing up like I'm 28 now so the social media at the moment now is booming I think it's never been as popular as it was but when I was coming up you know 14, 15, 16 there wasn't anyone out there giving out this information it was kind of you, you listened to your coaches whether they were right or whether they were wrong you, you did what they, what they, what they said um, and obviously they always had your best interest in mind but there was no one out there, you know, sharing the SNC stuff uh, for, for young lads. And um, I suppose that's why I started the page. I wanted to, you know, give as much information as I could out there to players that that would have been in my shoes, uh, especially the younger lads or even the older lads now. Uh, recently, it is great to see, I think, since the kind of pandemic that a lot of players uh, who haven't played in years and years are starting to come back into playing again. I get a good few questions and, and comments and messages from lads saying, you know, I'm in my mid-30s now and I'm coming back. I haven't played in a few years. What can I, what, what can I do? Or what should I do? And it's great to see, you know, that kind of, uh, it comes full circle, you know, with the GEA community, you know, yourself, Mark, that it's, it's, a, it's a big, massive part of parishes and stuff like that. And it's, I'm delighted to be, you know, involved in the scene, both on the pitch and off the pitch. Um, so again, I suppose that's the, the, the long-winded answer. Uh, a PT online, I'm a certified nutritionist there as well. Um, and I, I didn't start here. I, I suppose that I, I used to work in the pharmaceutical industry. I was working for five years there in Pfizer and Abbott, and I was here in Panic and Galway when I first came down. And I did my, I did my PT cert back in uh, 2018, and I had uh, and I hadn't done anything with it. And I'd set up my page then uh, around July 2019, and I was kind of give just documenting myself more than anything. I was kind of holding myself accountable as, you know, I'm doing the training, I'm eating this way, I'm just going to throw stuff up anyway. And if anyone likes it or finds it any of useful, that's all well and good. That's fantastic. Um, and it's kind of a side project, but I, I, kind, of, I kind of realized I was more interested on page than I was for my fully paid job, my full-time job. So when the opportunity came up to do this full-time and leave that to the side. Um, I had I jumped at it uh, in the middle of the pandemic, so I said, if I can make, um, when everything opens back up again, you know, I should hopefully, hopefully make things. And now I'm getting invited on uh, to talk with yourself. So that's a the long winded answer of what I do and, and what I what I'm about. Yeah, you're obviously doing something right if you if you're coming on my podcast, like. <laughs> No, no, not that I'm someone famous or anything like that. <laughs> oh, no, it's a pleasure. It's a pleasure to come on, Rick.
So I suppose, like, when did you get into the gym yourself? Like? Um, so I, I came up through development panels that were scamming, so it would have been under 14 upwards. I, I got dropped in two minor panels, so again, I wasn't just quite the, the cream of the crop now, underage, but I would have been involved in all those underage panels, and you would have been introduced to SNC uh, around that time as well. So under 14, you're kind of talking about kind of circuit classes, and we used to go into a hall up in Kilbride, anyways, from where we scamming, and we used to do kind of push-ups and planks, and um, squats and lunges and kind of the, the bread and butter stuff, which is which is to be done. Um, and you kind of do your fitness test in there every so often, the the OYO test and or the bleep test, and um, that was kind of the introduction. And then um, that was very seldom under fourteen or fifteen. You kind of do bits and pieces of it. And um, on the side of that, as every young lad would be, you go through phases of an interest in, in the gym, and you know you might crank out a couple of push-ups every other night of the week, and a few sit-ups and that, um, but you don't really know what you're doing. And it wasn't until I was on the the first year minor, the first year I got dropped, where I got a set plan, and I was going to the gym maybe once or twice a week, and that carried on. Then and when I got dropped from that, I kept doing the gym work, and I kept up the gym work, and I actually really enjoyed the that side of training and lifting weights, and you know obviously as much as you enjoy football. I enjoyed the gym side of things just as much as well. So I was looking forward to doing the gym sessions. I was looking forward to doing the, the strength work and that. And then when I came back on the second year minor, then um, obviously a new plan then. So at the stage then, this is we're talking 2011, 2012. So it's really when the SNC was really getting really popular with GEA teams. And it was really kind of been, as opposed to not, not that it wasn't done before with inter-county teams or minor teams or that. It was kind of more enforced at this time as opposed to the uh, previous years. It was probably, here's a gym plan. If you want to do it, you can. If you don't, no, nothing's really going to be said about it. Whereas at this time, was we had to log our weights. We had a little notebook. We had to log our weights. And we had to show, I had the managers, you know, that we were going in and we are doing the sessions. And if we didn't do a session on a set day, we had to put a note in saying why we didn't do it. So again, it was kind of a bit of accountability on us as well. But I really enjoyed that training session, or the training sessions we did. And I was down in IT Sligo myself at the time. As I was saying, I was doing biomedical science. Um, so a lot of the lads were still in school, or a lot of the lads were away in college in Dublin or Gaul or wherever else they were. So it's kind of, again, you're on your own and sometimes you might have a mate from your class who go with you and other times you're on your own and you're logging the sets and everything like that. But I, re- I really enjoy that, that style of training and seeing the progressions been made, whether that's what, you know, like again, all the sessions were very, very, very easy. It was, you know, the full body workouts, you do it twice a week and we train, train up in Roscommon then a couple of nights a week as well. And just seeing the progressions you're making, you're, you're getting a bit bigger, you're getting a bit stronger. And that stage as well, you're 18. So, you know, there's a bit of ego there as well when you're when the jerseys are getting a little bit tighter and stuff like that. And I enjoyed that. <clears throat> that side of things as, as well there so and again once once i got dropped from that i, I kept up the train and so I, I got a bit fed up with football and drug me wrong and was a bit disappointed and disheartened and everything but i kept up the gym work and um i enjoyed college as much as anyone else would and i did a lot of um other and he always kind of kept up some element of gym work whether that was only once or twice a week um and it was kind of might be every every week or two that i that i'd hop onto it so it wouldn't be as as strict as I am now, but I suppose when I really really took the gym seriously was when I got my first big boy job as as I call it, um, and that was August twenty fifteen. I was working up in Abbott and Longford there, and um, I always said to myself because you know sometimes it's easy to make your make excuses for yourself and be like. <clears throat> Oh, I'll start when, or I'll do this when, and and when when comes, you know, a lot of the times people don't actually do what they said they're going to do. But once I got my full time job and I had the evenings free, I had weekends free, actually take the gym variously, um, and that's when I started going, you know, four or five days a week after work. Where like I I throw the gym bag in the car, I'd be driving past the gym on the way home, so there'd be no excuse to you know not go in. I go in and do my do my workouts there. Now the workouts I was doing. 
compared to now is a different story. Um, I was doing bodybuilding style workouts, and I wasn't understanding why that wasn't uh, increasing my GDA performance. Whereas, you know, it's it's not as easy as just because you do bicep curls, you're going to get bigger and faster and stronger for GDA. So obviously, there's different styles of training, different phases you work in. Um, but that kind of got where I really got interested in training. And then, and you know, sometimes the the gym kind of took over more so my goals were more gym driven as opposed to GEA performance driven and again there's mistakes I've made as well four or five days a week and I got it into my routine uh, not to be sound cheesy now or anything like that but like it does become kind of just a habit or it comes to your lifestyle that look that's you do you go to work you go to the gym and then you go home and you know it becomes like just just your your daily routine that it's, it's a part of your life at this stage you know it doesn't it sounds a bit cheesy or corny whatever you want to say it but um that's just kind of how i got into it uh, this was a long-winded answer there and here we are now and again keep, keeping a similar routine but the difference between now and back then was i know when to taper it back for, for football i know what uh, what exercises i respond well to i know what exercises to stay away from if I'm looking to you know for my field performance number one, I know what, what exercise I do I do respond the best to and what exercise I don't. And I suppose it's just trial and error. And I like I'm training now what's that? what did I say there? Twenty fifteen, like I'm training seven years uh, in the gym and I'm still making mistakes as well. It's not just that know what you're at. So it's, it's consistently learning, and that's well. I'm always learning something new. The training sizes, these kind of sets, uh, different rest times, and you can never kind of, you know, been just thinking I know everything. I know I don't know everything, and you know that the more I learn about something, the more I realize there's more and more to learn. So I, can, I feel like I'm getting, I'm getting stupider on the, on the topics uh, as I'm growing older. Whereas you know that's obviously not the case, but you realize there's so much more to go, and you're looking at people who know more than you, and you're picking their brains as opposed to you know telling your friends what exercises to do. Yeah, um, and just going back to like the social media side of things, like, um, as you were saying there, like, social media is such a big thing now. Like, um, where where do you get your ideas for like your reels and all that? Like, uh, mostly it's what I'm doing myself, and uh, it's kind of the questions that I would have wanted when I was younger. So again, the majority of my reels are at the moment are the workouts I'm doing. I'm, I'm doing. A lot of it is, you know, documenting and a lot and other stuff. Then is, I suppose, are lacking a bit on the informative side of things, and I'm trying to get more of that kind of content recently because the people, sometimes you forget that people don't know what you know, and it's it's funny when you kind of get more d deep into a topic yourself, or like just say the gym for example, and like I'd be there like, oh, this is a a superset or a contrast superset, and then someone might ask, oh, what's a superset? What's that mean? And you kind of have to read realize that okay just because i know this now doesn't mean everyone who views this video is going to understand what i'm talking about so you have to you have to strike a good balance of you're looking at your beginner level people who are just going into the gym like a lot of the people that follow me are still you know 14 15 16 and i, I remember what i was like at that stage and um then there's gonna be people who are a bit older you know a bit more experienced in gym know what they're doing they're just looking for do different exercises different routines to do then there's obviously the more advanced players then as well who you know are have to come to different plans before and are looking just to up their performance at one or two per two percent so you want to cater to everyone at that so some of the content i put out there is going to be for someone in the same position as myself who's looking for one or two different things who's been training in the gym a few years is playing you know for their for their senior football team there are their their their, their uh, adult football team whatever their grade is at their club and then there's going to be the people in between then where that's lads as I'm saying to you at start is lads coming back from being away for a while not quite sure what to do in the gym is that young lads for making the jump from minor up and senior this year now want to know what, what, what plan is, is best for them what foods should they be eating you know 
and kind of a lot of stuff then as well. Like there's still a lot of myths and misconceptions around the gym and GAA, especially. And like this time, like even this last year, the year before, I get people still saying to me, "Oh, you you want to stop that gym now?" Slow. I was like, "Well, that's not the case. Like that's just a misconception people had over the years. Like the training I'm doing in the week of championship is going to be completely different than the training I'm doing this week, for example. Like this week now, I'm I did legs there on Monday. Uh, yes." Today. I'm still in bits and struggling to get it up and down off the toilet but I know that I won't be doing that kind of training mid-championship in the middle of the championship I know it's going to be taking it back a step real power focus and trying again the main goal is GA performance so it's a change of training around that and the content I'm putting out then like again the idea is like some I have an idea sheet on my phone in my, in my notes my phone I have an idea sheet and I'd say I've done about three of them I have about 45 50 ideas in there and I've, I've done about three of them because I'll think of something off the top of my head like oh yeah that's a that's a really good idea I'll, I'll, I'll do a video on that and it was terrible. Then I could do a video of you know me kicking the ball over the bar, and all of a sudden that's something that goes fucking thousands and thousands of views. So it's funny as well. Like the more effort you could put, you could be two or three hours putting effort into making a video online, and you think this is going to be perfect. Like it's no flaws in this. I I didn't mess up my words. The con the video is really good. The quality is really good. The information is really good. But sometimes that's just not what flies. People don't want to see that. People want to see something else. And it's so funny, like, you just have to keep at it. Like, it's just, again, I'm not putting stuff out there to go viral. I'm not looking for the influencer, you know, style of things where I want everything to be thousands and thousands of likes and thousands and thousands of views. And I want to get all these endorsements and sponsorship deals, whatever else comes with that. I want to be providing, providing, uh, so a good good quality service for people so then if they're if i'm providing good quality content like right there's a workout i can do that workout and if i like if i like it you know i let them know and i've had a couple of videos where they've done terrible in, in quote unquote terrible views on tiktok compared to what you see some people doing it but you get a message then on instagram saying i did the workout you put up there yesterday it was really good thanks very much for putting that up and even even today and i was in the gym the, the warehouse gym in Galway, and someone uh, sat me in the change room i was like jesus i just want to say fair play to you i, I follow you on tiktok and you're putting up really good and you're putting really good information out there and um he's like there's a couple of lads out there and they're you know they're they're kind of in the, they're showing off online and, and like again this here i'm not making this up it sounds like i'm making this up now inflating my own ego here but <clears throat> this honest to god happened in the gym and he's like oh look fair play to you just i really like your stuff and you're, you're not you're not being cocky and you're not being shown off online just want to say fair play to you and I just stuff like that like you wouldn't like again just you could have a hundred thousand views in a video but a one a one person interaction which is like that in person uh, it makes it so much more uh important like again for me it is providing some kind of value that's if one person sees that workout it's like jesus yeah that's a really good workout i'll try that and if he finds that really good you know that's that's my job done as a for myself as an online coach and again if they if the idea is if he finds my workouts i'm putting online good he might come on board then for coaching or come into the gym or do classes and learn more that's the idea again if i want to go down the route of been you know going viral and you know trying to make um trying to you know make make silly statements and that just to get you know people to interact online or leave loads of comments or out make outlandish statements saying oh this is the only way to do x y and z i could go down that route i easily could and get loads of people commenting saying you're a bollocks you're wrong but that's not what i want to do so it, it just depends on like for the, for the ideas come from like this week i have a couple of videos done now or i would lead up to christmas and I've, got, I've kind of gone two sides of it as well there's going to be one side where people need to hear a video saying forget about your calories forget about what your food and and uh, and drink you're having enjoy yourself but there is people there is going to be people out there and people like this i've seen everyone out there now has done that video where it's like forget about the food and forget about the drink over christmas but there, you have to understand as well that there's people out there 
who have a poor relationship with food and drink. And them doing that for two weeks might set them back into bad habits. They might, it might have taken them a year to come out of these bad habits of binging and drinking and, and eating too much. And that two weeks over Christmas might be the worst thing that they do if they go completely off the rails altogether as they're eating and drinking anything they want. They might need some video just to say, look, here's an approach that you can do. And I could just might just cut your calories a little bit before before the week. Enjoy the weekend with the calories that you've saved during the week. Then get on, get on back get back on track and sorry the following week like again this, you have to understand as well like there's, there's no one size fits all with any of this content as well and you have to be very careful as well like I know some people do it intentionally saying it's black and white or this right or wrong or this is the best way or this is the worst way but you have to understand as well like there's no one size fits all unfortunately uh, again if you wanted to go down that route of being controversial and get views for the sake of getting views you could 100% say this is this you're wrong um, but that's not what I'm about. I want to provide value. Look at my videos. They say, right, there's a, a GA a drill, or there's a workout, or there's a, a video, there's a meal I can have. Um, and if, again, if one person takes value, that, that's that's my job done, uh, as far as I'm concerned, anyway. Yeah, I've seen you doing a bit uh, of collaborations there recently. Um, you had the big uh, protein bar, Papi. He's taken over TikTok, um, down there for a session. Putting them through the face. What was that like? I did, yeah. James had him down. Yeah, he's 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 some man, James. That had him down. Um, I think it was around summertime. Uh, Isaac, he's a good lad. Like I, I remember I followed him on TikTok. I think when he had ten thousand followers, and I, I commented on one or two of his videos, and he commented on one or two of mine, and we just got chatting. Like again, like it's just going in there, not trying to comment and saying, "Oh, here coming down here to go." I want, I want to get a video with you. It, it, it doesn't start at that point. And again, we. Said that he wants to come down and do a session. We get to him, everything unreal. Like we were in the gym, and no word of a lie. In between every set that we did, anytime he was standing around not lifting weights, someone came up to him asking for a picture and asking how he's getting on or getting a selfie with him or anything like that. Every single set, and not, not no word of a lie. That just shows how big he is. Yeah, massive man. He's handling everything very well, and like that as well. He, he doesn't have an ego about him. That you know, I there was once or twice I'd be chatting because we were chatting over and back the whole workout, and I, I'd see someone standing behind him, blatantly staring at him, and like it was kind of making me a bit uncomfortable. So I was like, "Oh, James, I think there's someone behind you there." And he said, "I know." He's like, "But I'm not going to turn around and ask them, do you want a picture of me?" Because it's like one, I feel like an asshole if I do that. And two, if I turn around and ask them, do you want a picture of me? And they're there standing looking at someone else. He's like, yeah, they could be, could not be even looking in the first place. So again, it's like he, he has a good head and his shoulders. He's not cocky. He's not walking around. Everyone, oh, everyone, look at me. Like if they come up and I want a picture of them, 100% he'll take one with you. As long as you ask him. And um, he, like again, really good. We're lucky just when we left um, or when we were leaving, we we're messing around uh, doing poses and stuff in the mirrors. And I think there was 12 people around him getting pictures of him. And he was able to talk to every single one of them, get a picture of every single one of them. Like no one left there if, it, if that didn't, you know, they said that would have said he's an asshole. And if anyone did, you know, they're, they're wrong because he gave everyone the time of day, even in the changing rooms, he has his towel on out after the shower and people are asking for pictures of him. And he was ha- obliged, got the picture done there. And, you know, he was chatting away to everyone. So, like, Again, it, he's a good head and shoulder and seeing his new protein bar coming out now with my protein. And uh, look, it, it, it's, it's easy to say that, you know, oh, he, he got lucky because just because he said protein bar funny or, you know, he got lucky because of that and he's just big. Like he, he on average, posts five or six TikToks a day, every day since April. We're now in the, at the end of December. Like that's, like I struggle to post once a day. 
he's doing five or six every single day for since April. And people say, oh, it's luck. It's pure and utter consistency. You know? To come up with an idea for videos is the most thing to do. That's a hard job, but to the mental capacity, he's not the only one. I know big up to James, he's brilliant, but there's so many other people out there that are doing that. And fair play to them, like it's again, it, it nothing comes easy. Like you see lots of these followers and people now with massive followings very quickly, and it's because they're just putting in work. And like that, there's obviously some ways to you know make sure the algorithm is in your favor and certain things you do in videos to attract people's attentions but if you don't know how to do that and you're just putting up random videos at random times with no other context you know that's when and, and you're and getting the view have a look at the, the people who are getting the views what are they doing and you know that's what i suppose how we get the following but that's how i suppose it came around with approaching bar Pappy. just got chatting over and back asked him does he want to come down he said he did and we had a good old day here um, in Galway. Uh, i think we met him at 10 in the morning and i dropped him off home about six in the evening so I say he was fairly sick of me by the end of the day then. But no one could ever get sick of you. <laughs> I don't know about that now. Uh, I, I'd say the woman would have something else to say. Uh, probably, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, what are you doing now in the off-season? Are you just trying to build up power and speed or what's the story? So our off season, I'm only in the off season now. A second week, or is it the third week now? We are we, we fin our kind of final was on the first weekend in, Jan- in December there. So it was a very long season for us. And my main going out this off season is I've had a sciatic nerve issue uh, since May, and it's just about letting the body recover now. Um, I'm going to stay off feet as much as possible because I find it when I'm running, that's when the sciatic nerve seems to be catching. Um, so I'm going to I'm going to keep up a small bit of conditioning work. Uh, I'm doing spin classes as I said there in the gym so I'm taking them myself I, I do I do them myself as well so it's not a case that I'm you know I'm, I'm looking at you and I'm just posting around the bike I try to do as best I can now I obviously I can't go too hard where you know I can't talk or anything like that I still have to be able to take the full class but I'm putting around with those and doing you know staying off feet with the with the run as much as possible and it's just getting the body moving again now so I go a little bit more strength work now and a little bit more trying to build a little bit of size as well that kind of work i don't i don't it's not my main goal now to get any bigger i just, i enjoy that kind of training so i'm taking a break away from the the power side of things for the moment then maybe in the new year I'll, hopefully that'll be enough time that has let the nerve come down a little bit i'll try and get back onto the pitch and do some speed work uh, and try and get the ball back in hand but i'd say like we could be back training now as most clubs will be, probably mid to late January, early February. Uh, the league will be back uh, around March time. So, like, we don't have much time to have a, have a massive off-season. Uh, we, we've had enough parties now up in, um, at, at home after all the finals we're in. Unfortunately, we didn't win any of them. We're in, we're in three finals this year. The, the county final went to a replay, and then we're in the county final. And uh, we won a couple of semi-finals that we had a party after that as well. So, um, we're, I think we need a break from the team uh, for a while before we get we all get back together. We have a dinner dance now in February, so I say that could be hopefully that'll be um you know when when we all get back together there again and hopefully no one is stepping away. We have a few young lads coming through now, so again I suppose with the off season as well, it'd be very easy for me now to kind of take this completely off altogether and go off the rails and go out every weekend and you know go on the pace and go, leave my nutrition to the side. But the main thing is now because like we've we have this chase a little bit of success now. Now we ha- we didn't win anything, but we've, we have to get into county finals or forget to count finals we don't want this to once a one, a one and done or a once in a lifetime thing we've set this benchmark for ourselves that we want to continue this be 
I'm not dumb. Like you're not going to get to a county final every single year. But we want to set a, a, a performance for ourselves. So again, I'm going to hold myself accountable for my own performance, and no one else can hold me accountable, or no, I can't hold anyone else accountable for, for their actions and what they do in their off season. All I can season, I'm going to be in as top condition as I can be, uh, and whether that's taking a bit of time off my feet to let my nerve heal and and do my gym work. Folks on weak areas, I had a bit weak hamstrings this year as well. I tore mine back in April and I tore it again in, in, in May and June. So again, focusing on that, nerve react, uh, relax, uh, focus on building up my hamstrings. And a little bit of strength work then that won't go astray as well. So I, I enjoy that style of training. But that's how my off-season is going to look. And again, I'm going to enjoy my Christmas, don't get me wrong. I'm not going to be recommending over Christmas but you know I enjoy doing the workout so I'll probably I'll probably do one or two but I'll also be having a couple of nights out and a couple of cans of Guinness at home and you know anything else that comes in between that as well yeah um I saw you have a few pages there like uh, <laughs> after the finals um <laughs> you, you seem to enjoy yourself in that we did. I think uh, we used to be known as a as a drinking team that played football on uh, on the on the outside of that. Um, so a few lads would be um be well used to the to the local public houses in their parishes, all right. So it wasn't new for for a few of them lads to be in there on a uh, eleven o'clock on a on a Monday morning or however day it was after the replay. But look, that's it's part of it as well. Like it's all well and good to. You know, put a bit of put a bit of money back into the pool. We're from Garmin from Ballyfarren, you know, it's our club together is Ballyfarren and Arigda and Kiju. So, again, population's gonna be massive. We've got one adult team, like, we don't have a second team. We've won, we're in the junior, uh, in playing junior championship in Roscommon there. And um, so, again, like, we have a panel of about 26, 27 players maximum, and that's it. That's our whole adult level grade. We've had, uh, that's what we have. So, we've a good, tight knit team. And but that's one of the things people always say about us. We're a good team together. Like so, and reason to celebrate for for a couple of years. And we've gone out after the season ends and that. But no, it's not the same as when you win something. Like when we won the after the the final. Like it's, it's a bit different. But it was you know you kind of look back in the season how far you went and the 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 replay and everything. You know it's we were there thereabouts with, with the team about us and like it was over the replay and on the on the first day. I think it was three twenty two to three twenty. You know, there's two points between us over two unbelievable games, extra times and everything. Like so, you can... sorry, it cut off there for a second, Mark. And I know you host your own podcast. Um, tell us a bit about that. Well, you know yourself, Mark. It's um, sometimes it's not easy to get guests on, and sometimes you you don't know what to talk about. And a lot of the times, like I had a, a library of um. I used to do IG Lives a couple of years ago. And um, I had a library of about, I had about 20 episodes of these IG Lives. Um, and I said, I download all those and I popped them up onto a podcast form. And then I I transferred over to Zoom calls then because um, sometimes there was a lot of hassle with IG Lives. Sometimes people wouldn't, wouldn't be able to connect and you were waiting around for ages. So I said, I'd, I'd pop over to Zoom chats. And once I did that, then I kind of, the library was a bit better. And I was like, right, I might just throw them all up onto a podcast form and start getting more guests on. I only used to post them on Instagram, but like I know, like Instagram isn't going to be a place you're going to go and watch a video for an hour long. So, so I put them up on the, on, on the podcast there, and the reaction was quite good. Uh, I like chatting to people, like as I was saying at the very start, that I like chatting to people who are more knowledgeable than me on certain topics, so I can learn something from them. So if, if I'm getting a top SNC coach on, or if I'm getting like an intercounty nutritionist on, I'm going to get a little bit of information from them. It's going to expand my knowledge, so I can again 
as you were saying prior to come up with ideas for content if i talk to someone online or sorry on a podcast who's a intercounty nutritionist i can cut out a bit of that bit of that podcast and put it up i can put my own spin on that from what i know taking what, the, what i've learned off them and put that back into context that i could think or a, a content form that people will enjoy um, and sometimes i go off and i do um, a, a solo podcast episode uh, where it might be a topic i did one recently about the, the postseason review i did a mid-championship review uh, i might do one this week now just about prepping for christmas or something like that and um, so again it's Trying to learn something from them as well. Trying to, yeah, saying, give my audience something, um, something that people would enjoy or a conversation people would like to hear. Trying to get on board, you know, for for a chat. Now, sometimes it's just the way it works. People are, you know, they're too busy, and I think a lot of times people want to hear from intercounty footballers. And once the, the season ends, I think everyone in the world wants is, is getting onto them. And uh, it's it's not fair to assume that intercounty players just because they're finished the season are going to drop everything and do your podcast as well. And uh, look, I've fired out a few messages, and I've got some no replies at all, and some are very polite and saying, "Look at you." everything football or hurling for a while but i'll get back to you again in the future but look that's just the way it is it's just like you can't expect them to they've given up so much of their lives for the for the season you can't expect them to drop all and, and just come onto your podcast and think, oh it's ones you can get onto but it's just about just trying to come up with something that people will uh again give, give some kind of value and not just talking and rambling uh on about nothing for an hour and then people don't know what's going on yeah, um, like I, I've only had one intercounty player on in the whole podcast. Like, um, they're awful hard to pin down, to be honest. Like, um, yeah, yeah. And you, you're my first, uh, personal trainer on the podcast. So, I'm honoured. Thank you very much. <laughs> first of many, hopefully. Oh, hopefully so. Hopefully so. Yeah. Um. Anyway, yes, it was a pleasure to have you on. Um, it's been a long time coming, and I hope you enjoy your Christmas. I hope you enjoy your Christmas, and I'll leave the last word to you if you want. Oh, perfect. Thank you, sir. Much, so much for asking me on, Mark. Uh, I know I had you down in the gym one of the days, and I met you around Salt Hill and other day. So we'll be chatting over and back that time, and I think you were... Um, you enjoyed the, I think I went live after one of the nights there, after the final, and I was chatting to you at one stage, but uh, I think I was singing songs down voice notes to you on Instagram. But uh, no, I really appreciate you bringing me on, Mark, um, and I hope you have a great Christmas now yourself as well. You're sound all book, and I'm chatting to you again. Uh, last word, Jesus, I don't know what the last word now. I, I, I usually have a last word in my own podcast, and I don't know what to say, so I don't know what to say in someone else's one. As keep up to good work anyway, Mark. You know, it's a, you're, having, you're having a good podcast there. You're getting great guests on. You're putting up good content. Uh, and, and just just to keep at it now and hopefully everyone has a good Christmas now and um, you know all, all going well we'll keep going and we'll keep powering on next year and we'll, we'll keep growing and you know every, everyone um, everyone does well anyway is the main thing and again anyone wants to come down to the gym and in, in, in all till there you know drop myself a DM or if you want to come on from online coaching I'll plug myself there uh, drop me a DM on Instagram and I'll, uh, I'll get you sorted out there uh, and I suppose the final word Mark I'll leave, I'll leave that to you now um, but it's a pleasure again thanks so much for asking me on yeah, you you, just, you have to get the old shameless plug in there. It has to be done like. Ah, <laughs> uh, um, look at you have to do it, mate. <laughs> yeah, and I'm I'm glad you brought up the bit about you singing down the phone to me. <laughs> uh, I, I I was gonna bring that up, but I was like, wait, will I touch a nerve or not? So I'm glad you brought it up and not me. 
oh yeah no the fear i had the next day when i when i was seeing the live I, I took it down anyway but i think someone has a, has a screen record now crack so that was, yeah. it was good fun and look hope, hopefully do it again now next year anyway, with, with the cup this time yeah anyway Gary, look after yourself and hopefully we'll catch up so gentlemen thanks so much for having on. good luck oh i'd just like to say a big thank you to gary for coming on I really appreciate his time, he's a sound lad, and it was a pleasure to have him on. And I just want to say a big thank you to everyone for all the support over the last, that's coming up two years now I think, um, since I started the podcast and the page and all that. Episode 50 is a milestone, and yeah, there's plenty more episodes to come, don't worry. Um, and yeah, I just want to say thank you to everyone for the continued support i'm not the biggest creator out there so all the support is greatly appreciated and i want to apologize for the glitchiness of the episode but i didn't want to cut any of it out because it's all informative information and yeah just want to say a big thank you once again and i hope you're all keeping well